Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio. Now I want to talk about the anointing. I, I don't know just exactly, uh, I, I know a lot of what I've got in my spirit, my heart, but I don't have any notes on it. I, I don't know exactly altogether which direction, which way I'll go. But we'll just trust the Holy Ghost to help us. Because there are some things I believe here that God wants us to see and us to get. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we're beginning a new series for this week by Kenneth E. Hagan from the Timeless Teaching Archives entitled Understanding the Anointing. To be effective ambassadors for Christ, we need to fully understand the anointing, how to yield to it, and how to flow with it. In today's teaching, Kenneth E. Hagan discusses the purpose of the anointing, the importance of corporate anointing, how to increase the anointing, and how to minister under the anointing. Stay tuned. This will be a great time of powerful teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on how you can get this month's special offer. Right now, let's listen to Brother Hagen's message. If you have your Bibles, I want you to open them with me. We're going to read uh, several different portions of Scripture. First of all, let's just start out with Acts chapter 10, verse 38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Then I want you to turn back to the fourth chapter of Luke's Gospel, and we begin to read with the 16th verse. And he, that is Jesus, came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Esaias, or that is Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book and gave it again to the minister and sat down, and the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began to say unto them, This day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. Now then notice in Second Corinthians, the first chapter, the 21st verse. Paul, writing to the church at Corinth, said, Now he that establisheth us with you in Christ, and hath anointed us is God, who hath also sealed us and give us, given the earnest of the Spirit in our hearts. Now finally, turning over to the first epistle of John, the second chapter, 
I'm going to read two verses. First, the 20th verse of the second chapter of the first epistle of John. But ye have an unction from the Holy One, and ye know all things. Now, verse 27. But the anointing. Now, the word unction, the word anointing, is actually comes from the same the same Greek words used both places. And so you could read the first verse, but ye have an anointing from the Holy One. And here it says, but the anointing which ye have received of him abideth in you, and ye need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing teacheth you of all things, and is truth, and is no lie, even as it has taught you ye shall abide in him. Now I want to talk about the anointing. I don't know just exactly, uh, I know a lot of what I've got in my spirit, my heart, but I don't have any notes on it. I, I don't know exactly altogether which direction, which way I'll go. But we'll just trust the Holy Ghost to help us. Because there are some things I believe here that God wants us to see and us to get. Yes. Now, in speaking of the ministry of Jesus, we read where Peter, who was one of the closest followers of the Lord, you remember Peter and James and John sort of formed that inner circle. And there was not anybody that was any closer to the Lord Jesus than Peter, James, and John. Peter, preaching to Cornelius in his household, said how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that was oppressed of the devil, for God is with him. Jesus, when he came into his hometown of Nazareth and went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day, and there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah, found the place where it is written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me, hallelujah, to preach the gospel to the poor. And so on we read to you, we'll not take time to read it again just now. Now, you see, Jesus stood in actually the fivefold ministry. He stood first of all in the office of the apostle. In Hebrews, the third chapter, the first verse, he's called an apostle. It said, now, now consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, our confession, the Lord Jesus Christ. Because you see, he was a sent one, sent by God and by the Holy Ghost. And the Greek word translated apostle, of course, you know, means the, a sent one. Then second, he stood in the office of the prophet. For as you would read a little further in this same fourth chapter of Luke's gospel, he calls himself a prophet. He said, no prophet is without honor, save his own home, his own town, his own country. And then, of course, you remember in the 
third, fourth chapter of John's gospel, the woman at the well of Samaria, when she came out there to draw water and Jesus said, give me to drink, you know, and she said, who are you being a Jew? Ask me, you know, for a drink of water because the Jews considered the Samaritans as dogs. And he said, if you knew who I was, you'd ask to me water and I'd give you water so you'd never thirst. Well, she's thinking about the water in the well, so she said, give me this water so I won't have to come here and draw. Jesus said, the water that I give you shall be in you. A well of water springing up into everlasting life. And so he said to her, as she said something about going and getting a husband, he said, well, you've had five husbands, the one you're living with now is not your husband. You know, that's a little side thought there, not in my sermon, but Jesus said the man she is living with wasn't her husband because you live with somebody that don't make him your husband. In this modern day, you know, folks, you know, we've even run into some of them in charismatic circles. Said, oh, well, God knows, and you know, that's really my husband. That's no more your husband than you are a monkey's uncle. <laughs> Amen. Well, you see, she went then and said, you know, is not this man a prophet? Well, one part of the prophet's ministry, not the only part, but one part, like in the Old Testament, they would call them a seer sometimes because they would see and know things supernaturally. So he did stand in the office of prophet. He stood in the office of the evangelist. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He's anointed me to preach the gospel. That's what the evangelist is anointed to do, to preach the gospel. Hallelujah. The good news. He stood in the office of teacher. Again and again, it said he taught the people. He taught the people. He went into the synagogue and taught. The Bible said, you know, concerning the ministry of Jesus in Matthew, the ninth chapter, the 35th verse, that he went throughout their cities and villages teaching in their synagogue, preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every manner of sickness and every manner of disease among the people. And he stood in the office of pastor. You see, the word shepherd is the same word that's translated pastor. And he said, I am the good shepherd. Hallelujah. And so he is the model for all of us to follow. And Peter calls him the chief shepherd. So therefore, you could see the anointing and the Holy Ghost without measure upon him. You know, John 3.34 infers that he had the Holy Ghost without measure, inferring that we have the Holy Ghost by measure. God anoints men or women to stand in whatever office he calls them to and to function. Or he anoints people to do whatever he called them to do. He anoints them with the Holy Ghost or with an anointing of power. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month's special offer is the message series by Ken Hagan, How to Be an Overcomer. In this four-CD series, Ken Hagan teaches us that we already possess spiritual tools. He shows us how to use those tools to exercise our God-given authority and obtain our rightful blessings in Christ. This series is just $28. Call now, 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. 
Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. I see this laying here, and I guess you were going to talk about this, the Word of Faith. The Word of Faith. That's our, our magazine that comes out about every six weeks or so. And you know, besides all the good things that it has, and it's a beautiful magazine. It really it is. It really, that, really that, is. That, that's, that's, that's pretty. I that like that. That is. Do you know that, uh, that that was, was that on our camp? I don't know if that was on our campus or no, not. No, no, that's remember, not on our campus. But remember I, last year when we had all the snow? Yeah, because that's oh, a road. That's yeah, a highway, right. so that ain't the campus. No, that's not. But it's beautiful anyway. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we, we've got all kinds of good stuff in here. And there's... Uh, teachings. There's teachings. And then uh, then my heart-to-heart mm-hmm. in here. And your seed fa- thoughts. Your seed thoughts. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's the page, the kids' page. But yeah, I'll tell you what, I've heard the adults work that, too. Yeah. All the puzzles. They- <laughs> yeah, the puzzles mm-hmm. and all of that. Yes. So, hey... Uh, all you have to do is ask for it, and you can get this. There's, it's telling you there on the screen. Just go to our go to our website. That's right. Uh, Rama, uh, Rama.org. and mm-hmm. and uh, you, you can sign up for it. If this radio program has blessed you and ministered to your spirit, then we want to hear from you. We're asking you, our audience, to let us know when and where you listen. Email us at partnerservices at rhema.org or call 1-888-FAITH-99 and tell us. If you prefer, drop us a letter. Write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. If we're to remain broadcasting in your area, we need to hear from you. And if you're able, we would ask that you would consider sowing an offering to help defray the costs of this radio program. So call, email, or write us today. Tomorrow on Rhema for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, Understanding the Anointing. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.